This episode is brought to you in part by The Table Podcast from the Hendricks Center at Dallas Theological Seminary. I'm Daryl Bach, one of the hosts, and I invite you to join us as we discuss issues of God and culture, which includes anything and everything. Listen on your podcast app or at dts.edu slash the table. This is Russell Moore, and you're listening to Signposts. We're coming into the summer season, and one of the things that a lot of uh, parents especially are having to think through is uh, summer uh, sports teams, not only with uh, signing kids up for sports uh, activities, sometimes that conflict with uh, church responsibilities on on Sundays or other times, midweek services during the week, but also for some parents, uh, that has to do with uh, traveling teams. If their children are especially good at baseball or at uh, swimming competitions or, or other things, and so the question comes down to how should Christians think about that with their children, and, and how do we disciple children uh, without pulling them out of sports altogether? And that's why I wanted to have a conversation today with my friend David Prince, who is pastor of the Ashland Avenue Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. He has a new book coming out next year that's really, really good called In the Arena, The Promise of Sports for Christian Discipleship. David Prince, welcome to Signpost. Well, I'm glad to be with you today. When you are thinking about uh, with parents who have kids who are playing sports, and you have kids who are playing playing a variety of sports, everything from football to tennis, how do you as a parent, first of all, deal with that when it comes to Sundays and, and other church responsibilities? Yeah, I think that uh, what parents have to do is just simply be intentional. Be convictional and intentional. And what I mean by that is a lot of people love sports. I love sports. Sports have always been a part of my life. But uh, what I want most of all is to disciple my children, to to point them to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so if sports is going to be a part of that in our family, then I have to uh, approach it not just simply um, uh, to do it, but I have to be intentional about what I'm doing. And so I think that the parents need to think about what are their priorities, what are their commitments. Uh, they have to um, draw boundaries on their child's participation, but at the same time, they should be totally committed to the team and, and be volunteers and all the things that they can do. Uh, what I've recommended is just whenever you sign up, uh, let's say you don't skip church to play sports, which I don't. Uh, I've got eight children, and uh, we just haven't done that. We're not going to do that. So. Mm-hmm. When, when we sign them up to participate, we just say, hey, listen, I want you to know we don't play or practice on Sundays. We don't skip church to play. Uh, you, you probably ought to tell the coaches that if they don't want them on their team. I understand that. Uh, that's no problem. We just want to be upfront about what we will or won't do. And we've never had a problem with that. But even if we did, we would still do it. Now, I I think that that helps you in a couple of ways. Not only does it help you in terms of your leading and guiding your family in the way you think is proper, but your kids are watching you. Yeah. Uh, And and I know parents who just sort of, because they don't want to face that issue, uh, they don't sign their kids up to play sports. It's easier just to avoid it. Mm -hmm. And, And yet you're raising them for a world in which they're going to have to make decisions about what they do and don't do. Mm-hmm. And so when you help guide them through this, when you have convictions about these things and you don't act like you're a victim of the sports team schedule uh, on one hand or are a victim of all of the church's schedule on the other hand. 
Uh, we don't skip Sunday to play sports, but at the same time, I don't have any theology of Wednesday night, uh, for instance, at our church. And yeah. It's something we do, something we offer. So my kids usually go to their sports practice on Wednesday night. Okay, uh, so you make a, a you make a team. you make a distinction between Sunday Lord's Day worship and and Wednesday night. So in the one case, you've got church services going on. You're okay with your kids missing that for practice, and you wouldn't be on Sunday morning. Well, right, and there may even be some ministry opportunities. Let's say there's mission opportunities, and we think you know that's really important for them to be involved in. Mm-hmm. And so up front, we say, hey, we're they're going to go on this mission trip during this period of time, and I want you to know they're not going to be available. Uh, but the key is to be on the front end and have some courage and conviction. Yeah. Um, wh- what I say is sports are never the problem. Failed leadership in the home uh, can be the problem uh, because no child is a victim to a schedule. There may be a travel team that you say, we can't play on that team because we don't want to make the commitment they're asking us to make. It would violate our convictions. And that's teaching your child as well. You know, I've heard some people who uh, have their kids on travel teams where they're really, they're missing church for extended periods of time, long, long periods of time. And what the parents say is, well, we're equipping them to be missional. So they're, they're missing church so that they can be salt and light with their, with their teammates. How does that argument play with you? Well, it doesn't play very well, uh, I agree with uh, Theodore Roosevelt, who was a huge uh, sports fan, who said that, uh, you know, athletics are a mighty good servant, but a mighty bad master. And if we're we're using sports as a means, not an end, uh, then we cannot uh, cannot confuse our children with what's most important. Clearly, the responsibility that we have to be in the community life of the church— it's how our children are best equipped missionally. Yeah. Uh, now, sports can be a part of that, but I would never recommend someone to just simply walk away from the, 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 the rhythm of uh, church life and attendance and corporate worship for the sake of sports. Uh, that's, to, that's to turn the whole project on its head, in my opinion. Do you think that churches ought to be proactive in creating their own sports teams and leagues as a way to to better integrate that with the church schedule? Or is that sort of a withdrawal for you uh, from from the larger mission field of the community? I I would never say that uh, that's that's not something that could be done and could be done well. You can do that, and you can have a vision for it, being outreach-oriented and those sorts of things. Uh, But I would say that it's not often done well. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in our family, we have intentionally tried to play uh, sports in the community leagues, in the city leagues, mm-hmm. because we want to be around people uh, that we can build relationships with for the sake of the gospel and influence for the sake of the gospel. In other words, a part of what I want to do to train my children uh, as I'm there with them is to be out there in the, the, the nuts and bolts of the real world dealing with people who don't always act right, and yeah. uh, uh, not a sort of set-apart environment like that, because my kids get a lot of that. They're in children's ministry. They're in yeah. youth group. They're, they do that. So sports is, is that missional opportunity we want to be intentional about. I had one pastor tell me that the worst <laughs> obstacle that he had uh, to sharing the gospel in his community was his church's softball league. 
because the <laughs> men from the church behaved so carnally uh, on that <laughs> softball league that it was uh, it was really a it turned out to be a a genuine obstacle to sharing the gospel with all these lost uh, people who had played their their team in in softball and said uh, the Holy Spirit's done nothing for y'all. <laughs> well, I've seen exactly the same thing, so I know exactly what that person's talking about. What What about pastors? How should pastors uh, talk about these things, or should they, from the pulpit? Well, absolutely. And, and one of the problems that I've seen in a lot of churches is churches aren't intentional about shaping uh, their uh, congregations thinking about these matters. For instance, if you've got a kid, let's say he's playing high school football, and he's not going to be out there on Wednesday night. I don't think we need to have an antagonistic attitude about that, mm-hmm. but rather we, we step into his life. How can we minister to you? How can we equip you to be a Christian in the locker room? Mm-hmm. We're going to go to your games. We're going to cheer for your team. Maybe a Sunday school class can volunteer to feed the team. In other words, step into that. I have police officers in my church who can't be there on Sunday because of their schedule. Yeah. It's not ideal, but we don't say, well, then, you know, you shouldn't be a police officer. Uh, we say that here's how we're going to step into your life. Here's how we're going to hold you accountable. And so I think pastors talking about these things and, and talking about sports as a helpful image for the sake of character formation in the gospel like Paul does. But but also that allows the pastor to draw the appropriate limitations and thoughts on what is our sports participation uh, going to be. Uh, I see too many parents who want to act like victims in relationship to sports. So it's either you have to do everything or nothing. Uh, And a lot of the fault of that is the poor job the church has done uh, teaching in relationship to this very clear image that keeps coming up in the Scripture. Mm -hmm. That's a good word. Well, so this is something that pastors and parents need to be thinking through, uh, especially as we move into uh, the summer season. This is Russell Moore, and you're listening to Signposts. Every day, CT testifies to the reality that Jesus is alive, transforming his world and bringing his kingdom to bear. Jesus transforms, CT equips. Make a gift to our nonprofit ministry with a gift of $20 to provide 150 more people with redemptive storytelling, global perspective, and thoughtful podcasts. Give now at morect.com slash equip.